Good morning, and welcome back to an everyday follower of Jesus Christ. Today is a story of hope, part two. Have you ever found yourself pledging on your path of repentance from breaking a commandment or promise that, quote unquote, I'll never do that again. And then you do it again and find yourself stuck on the Ferris wheel of broken promises with no way to get off. Do you find yourself thinking, there's no way out of this. I might as well give up and even stop caring. Stop! If you have found yourself in this cycle, remember, there is always a way out of the current problems. There is always hope. There is only one being who has ever walked this earth that would have you believe in hopelessness. And it isn't Jesus Christ nor family or friends that have displayed care for you. Let's turn to 1 Corinthians in the Bible New Testament, chapter 9, verse 10. Quote, Or saith he it altogether for our sakes? For our sakes, no doubt, this is written. He that ploweth should plow in hope, and he that thresheth in hope should be partaker of his hope." Unquote. Just the other day there was a newspaper headline, Montana farmers expect to plant 10 million acres despite drought. This is an increase from 2021 despite a prolonged drought, one of the worst on record that never let up. The report reflects the hope that Montana farmers will be able to cash in on one of the best grain prices since 2008. As we think about this headline and the word hope, farmers planting and hoping to harvest crops that feed people from Montana to India, North Africa, and other locations worldwide, there is bound to be those who hold hope that the American farmers will be able to provide crops that will stave hunger and starvation that is sweeping the globe. Back to the Savior's commandment. He that ploweth should plow in hope. You and I can do something about supporting the faith it takes to plant in dry earth that shows the devastation of drought by adding our prayers of hope that God can and will open the heavens with the rain so badly needed in croplands. No matter how bleak this chapter in the lives of Montana farmers is today, they maintain hope that their labors of faith will yield results, that the rains will come to nurture the land and allow for crop yields that rival the seven years of plenty in Egypt before the seven years of famine. You and I can pray, really pray to know God's will and to express our hope in his ways and his will. Faith precedes all miracles. Faith precedes hope. You and I have faith that we worship the God of miracles and today we can invite others to join us in prayers of hope for moisture to the land so there is yield enough to feed the people and animals on which we rely. We can be steadfast in the face of ridicule for believing with God all is possible and that prayers are answered. Steadfastness comes from hope. 
we need steadfastness today. Hope flows from faith, not just any faith. Today is a good day to flow our hope towards a deeper relationship with Jesus Christ, the perfect Redeemer that descended below all of mortality's woes in order to know how to perfectly meet you and I in our needs. Today is a good day to remember, as Paul instructed in 1 Timothy chapter 1 and 1, Bible New Testament, quote, the Lord Jesus Christ, which is our hope, unquote. In Timothy chapter 2, verse 1, Paul further instructed that prayers be made for all. Today is a good day to do a spiritual relationship checkup and make certain that our hope is centered in the one mediator between God the Father and us, none other than Jesus Christ. Won't you join me? Until next time, God be with you.